Do not put off for tomorrow what can be done today. The Children of the Force. Welcome to episode 189 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Anna, I'm one of the kids, and I'm 14. I'm Liam, and I'm 12. And I'm Al, the adult, and I'm feeling a little under the weather today. <clears throat> kind of feel like I have a frog in my throat. Uh, Frogs are awesome. <laughs> not when they're in their throat. Um, I so. So we're going to, you know, you guys are going to take over a little bit. Uh, but, yeah. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling well enough to sit on the couch and talk. Um, I don't think it's COVID. <laughs> um, like, who knows, I guess. Uh, I did take a test yesterday. It's like a routine thing that we do at school every two weeks. And it just happened to be yesterday when I started feeling kind of icky uh, that I took this test. And I'll, I'll find out later tonight whether it's positive or negative. I'm assuming it's negative and I just have allergies and like a sinus infection. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, and I feel like I sort of have, I don't have it as bad as mm, him, but yeah. I think it might just be allergies. It could because be. Because I've been sneezing and Let's runny hope. nose and that's Let's all. hope it's allergies. And I don't yeah. usually have allergies and I feel fine. So. Right, right. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I didn't go to work today. I spent most of the day laying in bed or sitting in a chair uh yes <laughs> so this will be the one thing that i do today also <laughs> the one productive thing because people wanted we're gonna do some fanfic today oh yeah we're gonna have a fanfic section and in this episode probably gonna read most of it yeah yeah we'll see uh some star warsy stuff that i've been up to uh I had to return Light of the Jedi to the library because it's a recent book and, of course, someone's waiting for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I got about halfway through it. Nice. Really good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, can't wait to read the rest. Uh, in the meantime, I'm starting Alphabet Squadron. Maybe I'll get halfway into that one before I have to return that one and I'll just keep going back and forth. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, the, uh, the Alphabet Squadron, Victory's Price. It's the third one. And the introduction is told from Hera's point of view. And she thinks about how she wants the war to end so she can get back to her family. And that seemed interesting to me because yeah. she didn't just say Jason. Like, did she True. find a new person to be with? Oh. Does she have, does she mean uh, her dad, who I think is still alive? Or maybe, do uh, you know, Sabine as a friend? Could be. Because, or just the ghost crew because that was basically her family. Yeah, well, the ghosts are kind of split up, but yeah, Sabine, yeah, Chopper. Know, but, Chopper yeah. might be there with her. I haven't heard about Chopper. But uh, anyway, I just like that. I like any Hera content I can get. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's go to our listener mailbag. It's time to read some emails that we got from our listeners. Listener emails make us happy and they are super fun to read. Yeah, it's time to read some emails that we got from our listeners. Listener emails are really fun to read. They are fun, everyone, except the bad ones. We don't get much of those, at least for now. They are fun, everyone, except the bad ones. But we don't get that much of those because our listeners are awesome. Ish reached out in response to our episode that we did about the shunning of Gina Carano. He said, I wanted to thank you for fighting so passionately for the Jewish religion. I'm not Jewish myself, I'm Christian, but I have a lot of Jewish friends. 
And while we don't see eye to eye with our religions, I know that people can believe in whatever they want. You defended them so well, and it made me feel good inside to know that there are still good people in the world. Once again, thank you. Well, that's nice. Thank you, Ish. Uh, yeah, I I don't think anyone would accuse me, any of my our personal friends would, would call me a defender of any religion, necessarily, mm-hmm. but I'm a defender of people. Regardless yes. of their religious and beliefs, their and rights. also because of their religious beliefs, I'm a defender of them, right? If their religious belief is under attack, right. because, of course, they have the right to believe whatever they want. Um, yep. So, and especially if it's not a belief that is innately harmful, right? Exactly. Um, so, uh, but yes, thank you, and I appreciate that, Ish. Uh, Ish also said, Anna, go for it. My voice is already getting okay. tired. <laughs> he said... Also, I agree with you about the Lego Star Wars stuff. The Freemakers were good. Yes, they were good. Yes. Um, yeah. He also says, I do play the trumpet, so Liam was correct. Good job. Yay! Um, I am reading Phasma right now, and it's so good. Hmm, it is. I haven't even read that. Mm, it's, it's Should good. I read it? I think you'd like it. It's pretty dark, but I think yeah. that you read some fantasy that gets pretty violent. Oh, that and... fantasy! I'm not <laughs> reading that anymore. No, you're, I'm. You're gonna stop? I might. I'm taking a break from it. I might come back. What's to the it. series called that you're reading right now? Um, it's called Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass. It's good, but yeah. it is dark, okay. and the main character is depressed, and it's oh. just. I can't deal with that right now. Yeah, yeah. You so need... I'm taking a break. Okay. But I might come back later. Cool. Um, I read this. He said, I like how Al just burped in the middle of the episode because that's something I would do. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There's no burp yeah, in no the burp. middle mm-hmm. of the episode. Go listen back mm-hmm. and listen to so, the yeah, whole re- thing. Redownload yeah, the episode and listen to it. Yeah, it's not there at all. It's not there. Uh, <laughs> it was there. Uh, it was. No, no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you'll never know if you didn't download the episode before I fixed it. So thank you, Ish, for letting us know about it because I was like, what? Yes. And I knew exactly what Burpee was talking about. And I'm like, no, I thought I took that out. <laughs> um, yeah, if if I... It's okay. It was a good burp. It was a if good burp. it was burp. like a bad burp, like, mm. like, a, like a small, you know, bad burp, mm, but it was sure. like a good big burp. Yeah, it had a good so timber to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good pitch. Um, I think that uh, if it was a fart, that would have been more embarrassing. But True. I never. But thankfully, I never fart ever. So, ever. Ever. Um, especially not while we're recording the podcast. So. Yeah, definitely um, not. Never fart. You know, if we compiled all the burps and farts that I edited out of this podcast, it would be a lot. It would have be like, like an hour long episode. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, well. <laughs> so you're welcome for usually taking them out and uh, for getting just a little. A little glimpse into the reality. Uh, I, I I compared it on Twitter. Uh, my burp is the says gene. Oz. <laughs> my burp is the jeans guy of uh, of our podcast. Yep. Like now now it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Took it out. Um, Ish also says that he likes Revenge of the Zoom. It's a good I name. think we should do that one. Sure. Maybe. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like, I like it. that one. Yeah. He also says I may write a Mace Windu book. Right now, if I do, I'm just going to brainstorm the ideas of the book. Also, while I work on schoolwork, I listen to Star Wars music by Samuel Kim on YouTube as Samuel Kim Music on Spotify as Samuel Kim. Really good. Yeah, I was checking I've never that heard out. Of him. I just no, well, you just heard a song um, that I played upstairs while oh, I was writing yeah, these show notes. Those were good. Yeah, those there's like good. a lo-fi raise theme. I think you'd really like it, Liam. It's yeah, on Spotify. It really you should oh, check it you out. Oh, you want you want lo-fi oh, Star Wars no. theme? <laughs> 
Sorry. Stop. Sorry. We're in the middle of recording a podcast. Okay. Well, Liam got a little excited there. Anyway, Closed on Sunday has Cl- Closed take, on Sunday? Closed on Sunday. It's on Spotify yeah. and YouTube. They have took like probably like 50 Star Wars songs oh. and they've been just made lo-fi remixes of it. That's cool. It's very nice. good. Nice. Also, my family wants to go to the Grand Canyon, but also Niagara Falls, which we are going to probably go to this year. Also, this is for Liam. Why? Why? The all caps by for now. All caps by for now. Just put your hands over your mouth and do it soon. And then he says, sorry, sorry, LOL. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, and then Riley says, I just wanted to say thank you for addressing the issues with Gina Carano and why Lucasfilm fired her. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, You're welcome. They said, also, I have a few Stump the Lumps. And they said, may the Porgs be with you. Nice. And uh, Riley signs their email, Riley, they, them, nicer than a lamp named Swirl, which I Googled, and I have no idea what that means, Riley. Maybe you could let us know. It's an inside joke. Not for us, though. I I know. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's fine. Also, Uh, they said they were 12. 12, yeah. 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 Cool. Um, yeah, and and we have some some of the lumps in that section from Riley. So thank you, Riley, for thank reaching you, out, Riley. and thank you, Ish, for those emails as well. Uh, yeah. So we got some other stuff we're gonna get to. Uh, first, we're gonna talk about some news. All right. Uh, so there's a rumor. Our news has become a little bit more rumorish lately. <laughs> Because there's not a lot of hard news coming out, right? Yeah, so, it's like no news. <laughs> well, there's some there's book stuff, but we've kind of gotten away from talking a lot about books just because I've gotten lazy. Uh, so nice. <laughs> uh, so you d- deserve uh, to get lazy. Is it Mayna Mayna Masood? Mayna Masood mm. probably uh, is the name of this actor who might be Ezra, and he's the guy who played Aladdin in the new Aladdin, oh, live action Aladdin. Yeah. Which is funny because sort of like when Rebels first came out, everybody called Ezra Space Aladdin. He really is Space Aladdin. <laughs> you know, he's like stealing food from the market yeah, shops and like and avoiding an the Imperial agents and Aladdin. Yeah, older Ezra, you mean? Oh well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, an no. older Ezra. Uh, yeah, I, I can totally see it. Me uh, too. And so the hairdo. I did some screenshots. Uh, I saw. I was looking at Instagram or not Instagram. Uh, yeah, Instagram on the computer, and I couldn't take a screenshot of the entire image, but it's him with his shirt off. But I had to take two screenshots, so I only have the top <laughs> half and bottom half because it didn't fit on the page. It was such a big photo. Well, anyway, you have to take the bottom half. Well, because there's the what what he wrote, yeah, and he says he says, "Hey, just so you know, when I escape, I won't hurt any of you." And that is a line directly from an episode of season two of Rebels, oh, Stealth Strike. So. I mean, that's a pretty big coincidence, right? Pretty, uh, so I think that's a pretty good hint. It's a pretty good that's, hint. He could be in, I think, Anna, you said it last Ahsoka. week. Ahsoka. You said it last week that you were excited for Ahsoka. Could, could, could have Sabine and Ezra in it. Liam said that too. Liam said Did it Ezra too. say it in Rebels? Yes, Ezra, Ezra said that okay. in Rebels. Yep, yep, yep. So, I can see him saying that. Pretty cool. Uh, Fan is making a comic adaptation of Duel of the Fates. 
So Whoa. just in case our audio drama that we had done wasn't enough <laughs> for you, uh, check it out. It is a work in progress. We'll put a link up on the website. Uh, let me just show you kids really quick. So this is, remember how the intro is? There's that big orbital ring, and yeah. then there's the uh, oh, yeah. kind of like lift that goes yeah, down yeah. to the planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's every scene, every line is in there. Wow. Um, it goes all the way. Nice it goes to Mortis. The art is not bad, I have to say. No, it's good. Um, it's kind of simple at some yeah, points, but I like that. Yeah, clean lines. Style, but yeah. I like it. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a lot of what the uh, uh, the 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 younger comics um <laughs> galaxy of adventures mm, yeah, so are yeah. they sort of um, like putting up different panels every week yeah i mean the whole thing is oh, here no. right now all the drop, way to the end did they drop poe and ray kissing oh they did i kind of want to see do it. you want to see I'm it just to get mad at it yeah i don't uh, know it's it's a ways uh, yeah, so i'm just you, scrolling you. you probably can hear my fingers Please. scrolling on the computer right now uh i was gonna actually start on that one but i didn't want you to get mad at the comics, so I didn't. But uh, now that I know you want to see it, uh, I don't. No, I do. Fine. I just don't, you know, specifically want to. A lot of them don't have color. Why is that? Well, well not yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, I don't know where it is. Oh. Oh, there it is. Right there it is. Where? Right there. Look away. Look away. No. Move along, as the stormtrooper says. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move along. Uh, Wait, that I just realized that that scene yeah. was stolen, like pretty much an exact copy of Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, like we're hiding. Kiss me. Yeah. Quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then they'll look away. Yeah. Uh, and then when Ray says, "Did it work?" and then Poe says, "I mean, I think so. <laughs> it worked for me, right?" <laughs> Which is uh, yeah, a little cringy. Yeah. I like the artist's choice here to, to make the little Force-sensitive kid uh, that same oh, species from... I love that. Um, I don't think that was in the script, you know? No, I don't think but, so. Uh, Pisana? Yeah, from Pisana. Thank you, Liam. Uh, anyway. Anyway, let's uh, get back to our show notes here. Okay, so um, Deadline is reporting that... Oh, thank you, Liam. Deadline is reporting that Idira Varma will be in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, so cool. you kids don't know, you haven't seen her in anything, but she was in Game of Thrones. Uh, she was actually in a lot of scenes with Pedro Pascal in Game of Thrones. Oh. Um, so, oh, I didn't know Pedro Pascal was in Game of Thrones. Oh, he was. He had a horrific death that I will not talk about on this show. All right. Well, we said it would happen, and it has... Here is our fanfic section, and it has little fanfare because, um, again, I'm lazy. <laughs> so I have no intro music right to back. our fanfic section. He's going to sing something, isn't he? Oh. Oh. Right. Is that in key? Is that in tune? Probably not. Okay. Fanfic is so good. Fanfic is so good. Fanfic is so good. Fanfic section. Alright. <laughs> Fanfic. Okay, so great. Enough. I okay. got Mac and on my plate, and now I really like fanfic. Thank you for that, Liam. Anyway, here's some fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
uh, <laughs> Ian has a, a fic that I, I had before our last fanfic show, but I had forgotten to include it. So uh, he says, hello, it's Ian, age eight. I have a fanfic that is a cross with Shadow the Hedgehog. I will read this one because it's nice and short, but then I think, kids, you can help me out with the next one. Is that like Sonic the Evil Twin or something? Yes, yeah, yeah. Shadow. Wait, actually, yeah, yeah, it's, wait, it's really? from Sonic oh, the wow. Hedgehog. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. nice. Chapter one. Chapter one. Was he that one uh, red and black guy that I really liked to play as? Maybe. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a... It's beyond my Sonic the Hedgehog knowledge because it's like later Sonic the Hedgehog stuff that I never really got into. Talk to me after... Anything after Sonic 3, I'm out. Sorry. All right. Anyway, chapter one. Still learning not to swear, I am minding my business when there is a flash of light. I bent over and a bolt goes over my head. I run toward one of the lines. One of the people asks me my name. I respond, Shadow. My name is Captain Rex, he replies. He asks me, Do you have a gun? I said, Yes. Then fire on those clankers. I pulled out my gun and fired. Two minutes later, then retreated. Captain Rex called me over. He brought me into a Venator. He had me scanned. Chapter 2 He introduced me to Fives, Gregor, Echo, and Wolf. Fives said, Hello. Rex asked me where I was from. I respond, the Ark. Echo says, they're back. Boom. I chaos control out. Then I yell, chaos spear. Finally, I go super and take out the droids that are left. The end. Nice. <laughs> nice Short nice. and sweet. Nice work, Ian. I like that. That's a nice mashup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what chaos control means. Maybe like super. teleport, possibly. What is going uh, super? Chaos spear is probably... I don't know, a spear made of light or I don't know, electricity? A spear is made of like, like shadow, sort of. Whatever, mm. they're, they're super move or whatever. I'm assuming it's just going really fast and yeah. being super overpowered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, uh, Clayton wrote a fic called Rebel Cells Utapau. And it starts with an opening crawl. Who would like to do the honors? I'd like to. Okay. The Empire is extending its reach across the galaxy. One of its first victims is Utapau. When the Republic changed to the Empire, there were a handful of clone troopers there to take control. Five rogues are trying to escape the Empire's grasp. One happens to be Tion Medan's son, Repru, Nazav, Kos, Hidob, and their droid. 40A7 embark on their first mission to recover plans for what the Empire is doing on Utapau. Chapter 1. The Plan. Okay, Nazave said. So what's the plan? We land far from the base and send the shuttle to the base because it's smaller and harder to see. Any questions? Repru exclaimed with excitement. Koss exclaimed. What if the scanners pick us up? We'll power down the ship. Hidob and Koss go in the shuttle, while Nazave and I will stay in the gold cop. Once you land, you'll use your vibro saw to saw through the door and obtain vital information of the Empire's next plan. We'll meet you at the rendezvous point, exclaimed Repru descriptively. Hidob went to gather supplies he would need for the mission, while Nazave yelled to 40A7, Set the hyperspace coordinates and get ready for the jump. Chapter 2. The Prep as the gold cop took off, it pierced the air with incredible speed and a big roar. In the ship, Nazave and Repru were prepping the flight when 40A7 was prepping the jump for hyperspace. 
Hidob was ready in the shuttle to fly into the Imperial base while Koss was prepping his viper saw. The gold cop then leaped to hyperspace with an aurora of blue and white. Chapter 3. The Power Down As Hidob and Koss left the golden cop, Nazav and Repru turned around the golden cop. Hidob ducked and dodged the Imperial searchlight as they entered the enemy's base with stealth and speed. Hidob yelled to Koss, Get ready to power down the shuttle. As the ship powered down for the scanners, Hidob and Koss ducked under the cockpit to avoid being seen. The two TIE fighters that were designated to the search team went out to scan for power. The search team squadron leader declared, This job is boring and we get to do nothing exciting. I know, this is horrible, responded the TIE pilot. Hey, what's this ship? said the TIE leader, surprised. Scan it for power. It looks dead. The TIE pilot pressed a few buttons. Scan results back. I picked up nothing, responded the TIE pilot. Man, I thought maybe we would get to blow up a ship, exclaimed the TIE leader. The two TIE fighters turned around with a swoop and started to head to the base. Koss looked up and said, Coast is clear. They've turned around and headed for the base. Hidob came up from under the cockpit and fired the ship back up. The TIE pilot said with excitement, Well, I guess we can destroy the ship anyway. Oh, good, something fun to do, said the TIE leader with eagerness in her voice. Why are those TIE fighters turning around? asked Hidob. Koss exclaimed, Looks like we're gonna have to destroy them. The shuttle quickly and elegantly dodged some laser fire and then gracefully took out the two TIE fighters. This is all pretty easy because the TIE pilots weren't trained for combat. Koss then exclaimed, with excitement. Looks like this won't be a stealth mission. Chapter 4, The Landing. Koss and Hidob saw the landing point and took a dive down towards it. Hidob and Koss both knew that they were going to have some company soon, so it was no surprise that there were a bunch of troopers at the landing. As the shuttle landed, it slowed down and lowered itself slowly but elegantly, while the stormtrooper boarding team were getting ready to get on the ship. Koss and Hidob knew the stormtroopers would soon be on the ship and didn't know what to do just yet. As they were thinking about what to do, Hidob suddenly had an idea. I think I know what to do. He whispered. What? Responded Koss. Hidob whispered quickly. We sabotage the Bucketheads and put on their armor and tell them they captured us. Too late, said a voice behind them. There were two stormtroopers right behind them. The troopers' cold blaster met Koss and Hidob's heads. The only problem for the troopers was that Koss was big and super strong, so he took them with a few blows. This helped them because the armor didn't have a laser mark on it. Hidob was now in a shiny stormtrooper armor suit and had told the other stormtroopers that he had captured the pirates. He also told them that, sadly, the other trooper died. Koss was going to be the one who was captured because he was too big to look like the trooper, so they could use him as the pirate. Koss hid the troopers he knocked out in the closet. Chapter 5. Infiltration As the stormtroopers salute to Hidob, who had supposedly been captured by one of the stormtroopers, Koss tried to look as grumpy as possible. Hidob walked in the door trying to look proud that he had captured the pirate. Once he was in, he walked to where the vital information was. He knew where it was because of the map in the mission briefing. He had a talent for memorizing things easily. Also, when they walked the hallways, officers saluted them. One officer, a boy with short, half-cut white hair, didn't salute. It could be because he was a very high-ranking officer. Hidob and Koss noticed this, too. 
One officer asked, Where are you taking them? Hidab responded, To the jail cell. The officer said, The jail cell is the other way. Oh, yeah. Responded Hidab. Sorry, I forgot. Hidab and Koss turned around the other way very swiftly. This was a setback, because the info was the other way. Luckily, Hidab had the map memorized in his brain, so he quickly rerouted. They finally entered the room and found the stick with the message recorded on it. Hidab pressed a few buttons and pulled the stick out. Suddenly, an alarm went off. A few minutes before. The officer that didn't salute had been following them the whole time and watched them go into the room. He set off the alarm and sent all of the stormtroopers to the room to arrest them. Hidab and Koss were alarmed by this alarm. Since the alarm went off and they had the info, they told Nazave and Ripru to pick them up. A couple seconds later. The stormtroopers and the officer Jod turned into the room with authority. To their surprise, there was no one there. Hidab and Koss were holding their breath, hoping the troopers wouldn't find them. The closet they were in was very roomy and bigger than most closets. Hidab and Koss got very worried when a trooper hovered around the closet door a couple of times. Finally, Hidab and Koss heard Jod exclaim, They must have moved on. Troopers, spread out and find them. When they felt safe walking out, they did it very cautiously. They headed towards the landing. Jod went out to find the rebels when suddenly he saw them exit the room and head toward the landing. He yelled to the troopers, Prepare my interceptor. As they entered the landing, they saw the golden cop. They also heard stormtroopers marching behind them. Luckily for them, Nazave was right at the entrance, shooting stormtroopers one by one while they ducked, dove, and dodged the lasers. She exclaimed, Hop in! Chapter 6, The Escape As they escaped, Repru, who was in the cockpit, saw two TIE fighters and one TIE interceptor leading them. She yelled down to Koss and Nazave, Stop dilly-dallying and get up here to help. Kaz and Nazave went to the two gunner positions. They took off, piercing through the wind and dodging the TIE fighters' lasers. The TIE interceptors, which contained Officer Dodd, delivered the first blow to the Golden Cop, making thick clouds of black and gray smoke come from the ship. Repru made a sharp turn that knocked one of the TIE fighters off course. This gave Nazave and Kaz a clear shot. Nazave shot it down super fast. The ship then made a big loop-de-loop and forced Repru to make the shot. He then easily shot down the tie. The tie interceptor saw the loop-de-loop coming and turned around in time to get a clear shot that was executed perfectly and took out their shields. This caused Hidab to yell to 40A7. Get ready to make the jump to hyperspace. 40A7 responded with sass. Bleep, bloop, bloop. I don't know anywhere but here. Hidab yelled in response. The Golden Cop frantically tried to escape the TIE Interceptor's lock on it, but couldn't escape. Suddenly, the Golden Cop swooped upward into open space. The TIE Interceptor swooped up with the ship. I got them now, exclaimed Jod with excitement. He had lined them up perfectly on his targeting computer. Koss said worriedly, He's locked on to us. Hidab yelled to 4D-A7, Make the jump to hyperspace. Right as the laser fire was about to give the final blow to the golden cop, it went right into an aurora of blue and white color. They were in hyperspace. Blast it! exclaimed the officer in anger. Chapter 7, The Message They were all relieved to be in hyperspace after such a close shave, but they wasted no time on finding out what the info was. To nobody's surprise, it was decrypted, 
This didn't matter because 4D-A7 is a former Republic droid and knows all their codes. 4D, will you decrypt this for us? Asked Repru. After a few response beeps by 4D, he did it. The message said, The construction of our superweapon is almost complete. This will make destroying Utapau easy. This superweapon will plummet into the ground of Utapau and make a landslide that will collapse the sinkholes and kill all the aliens and people who live there. We'll proceed with the execution of Tian Medan. Even though he joined the Empire, he will not like this. We are doing this to make an example of what happens when you disobey the Empire. This was a shock to all of them because Utapau is their home planet. This was most surprising to Hidob, whose father was Tian Medan. We should start planning to stop this superweapon, said Repru, breaking the silence. Hmm. Nice. That's it. That's it so far. Yeah, nice. Interesting. Cool. Very compelling story. Yeah, nice infiltration. I want to know where it's going to go. Right. Yeah. I never wondered what happened to Utapau after Revenge of the Sith. I didn't uh, either. But now hmm. I do. Right. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Clayton, and thank you, Ian, for those fanfic stories those are awesome and uh yeah that was a fun fun little fanfic section with a little fun little intro liam thank you all right well do you know what time it is no uh it's time for something up okay (laughs) okay (laughs) too tired to make anything up (laughs) it's not time to be too tired to make anything up it's time for something there you go Brant sent us some Stump the Lump questions, uh, but first Brant says, How are you guys? I'm good. I built a Lego A-Wing. Sadly, I don't have any photos. I'm so glad I caused that chaos in the episode before, <laughs> when he had that really long question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you asked me to make a really specific question, so I made that one. Well, it was good. Thank you. Yeah, very misleading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking, why doesn't the Rebellion make clone soldiers? Here's my questions. Um, so, that's just a thought that... Had. I don't know, um, man. I think, well, they're expensive, first of all, right? Yeah, they don't uh, have the money. They don't have the access yeah. to Kaminoans. Sure, Kamino. Kaminoans. Kaminoans. Um Yeah, I, I suppose that's probably it. Um, I'm kind of curious what happened to Kamino during the Empire. Like, did, did Palpatine just say... all of right, these planets. Well, we might, we might learn... What happened to Camino in the Bad Batch, which is coming out oh, that's soon, true. Oh, May, yeah. May fourth, right? It's um, out soon. You know, so they might go to Camino. We might find out. Did the Emperor end up just destroying Camino, or you know, like how did? Maybe we'll find out why the Emperor made the decision to stop using clones, stop making clones. Are they too expensive? All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So good question. Um, I guess also, why didn't the Empire? make clone soldiers right why did they stop um i think there's probably some information out there about that but nothing super concrete i think uh all right so brant's questions number one how many weapons on an x-wing four i'm gonna say four too no four Four, yeah four okay six four or five Anna says six, Liam says four or five. Wait, no, because there's probably, I know there's one on each wing, mm-hmm. and then there's probably two in the front. Well, I think there's five. I think five? there's five or four. Okay. 
I think four. And Anna thinks six. Okay. Uh, question number two. What is the class of Dreadnought in The Last Jedi called? I know this. Dreadnought? It's a, it's a something class Dreadnought. Poe said this. Hmm. Did he? I think. Yeah. He said we have the chance to take out a something dreadnought. dreadnought. He may have just said a dreadnought. I think he did. <laughs> I, might have said, I don't know, man. But there's it has a class. I didn't recognize the name, so it might I be too know. hard. Oh, All right. I don't know. How many levels does Coruscant have? Ninety-three. Oh, really? Okay, Liam. Um, Wait, is that little, little more or less? Five hundred. Okay, I know Whoever's, it's a, well, I, actually, two hundred. Whoever's closest wins. Anna says 93, you say 200? Yeah. Okay. Stick with that. Then go on to the next question so it's final. <laughs> Please. Well, that's all That's all the questions that Brand sent us. So we're going to get to the answers right now. The answers for the X-Wing is six, Anna. Yay. You're right. Four. I thought there were two Four laser cannons, two, two, two torpedoes. Okay, that's... I thought five because I knew they were torpedoes because... So mm-hmm. I knew there were two on the wings and then he launched a torpedo. Two on each Those side. Things, Right. Yeah. So there's four wings, right? Mm. There's yeah. one, two, and three, four. I knew I knew there were torpedoes, but for some yeah. reason I still guessed four. Yeah, there because, would be one. I thought know, there was just one torpedo launcher, but same. I guess there's two. That's why I was thinking five. Five, yeah. But Annie, you're right with six, yeah. even though you didn't. Even you though thinking I, my, about it correctly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have thought process was wrong, <laughs> but my two. answer was right. It was a a mandator. Yeah, mandator. A mandator. It dates men. Yeah. Okay. A you man- know, mandate is like a thing. Yes, 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 yes. Like a mandate, right? No, I didn't. They, oh, a mandate is like. Oh, a mandate. Yeah, I know this, what a mandate right? yeah, 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 is. Yeah. I thought you meant like mandate is a thing. I was like, well, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, that's a thing too. <laughs> I know, but like. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is a mandator four. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a separate class or what. And then uh, 5,127 levels. I think I was a bit closer. Liam, you were I just a gonna, little bit closer. I was going to guess 1,000 first or oh, 2,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, in in that uh, Ahsoka on the run arc, she goes, she goes down to like level 1313 or something. It's yeah. 1,313. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of levels. Wow. 5,127 levels. That's a lot. Yeah. That's funny. I, I wonder if uh, Brant wrote that question in response to us talking about Coruscant last week. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Anna, you have, you got one right. Liam, you got one right. Or mm-hmm. closer, closest, so that counts as a point. Uh, so one so to one. Tied up. One to one, all tied up. We're tied. Uh, Brant goes on to say, anyway, I can send you a short story about my world. Remember that Brant is creating his own sci-fi world oh, yeah. uh, later oh, cool. to give you a sample of it. If you want, of course, we'd love that. Anyway, bye for now. Thank you so much, Brant. And remember that Riley sent us a couple Stump the Lumps, too. And we're going to get to those right now. Here we go. What is the species of quill? What is the name Quillian. of quill's species oh, wait, from I, I, The Mandalorian? Literally, I know this. Oh, Quillian? yeah. Obviously. Yeah, Ugnaught. Yeah, I know. Oh, I thought quill was the like guy that. in Solo with four arms for some reason. Solo with four arms. You know, the guy that dies at the very oh, beginning. Oh, yeah, that's, that's real. With that's real. Yeah, I thought it was He's cool. He's an, an 
It's funny how I got that in the start of the lamp. Yeah. But oh, I yeah. couldn't get Ugnot. You couldn't get Ugnot, yeah. <laughs> Ugnots have been around since I know. Empire Strikes Back. Ugnot, yeah. All right. Well, so Liam got that one, so now it's two to one. Anna? Two to one. You're going to tie this up? I don't know. Or is Liam going to run away with it? I don't know. Here's the next question. What is the mineral the Death Star uses to power its lasers? Kyber crystals. Oof. That was fast. Liam. I know you were you were saying it, but Liam got to it first, Anna. Fine. What do you mean, Liam? <laughs> How dare <laughs> what you, you get it right? What do you mean? Hey, <laughs> you both were going to get that right. Liam just buzzed in first. I just, I just did and, and she okay. didn't. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> we both were gonna. I just did, and she didn't. Okay. All right. So thank you so much, Riley, <sighs> for those questions. Won Liam won that. Edition. I won that one. Won. Won. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> that is going to be our episode for the day. Liam, take it away. Thanks for listening to episode 189 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter at Force Children. On Facebook, we are Children of the Force. Leave us a voicemail on speakpipe.com slash children of the force or just record a voice memo, then email it to us. Our email is forestchildren at gmail.com and our website is childrenoftheforce.com. And finally, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to us. It really does help the show get in more people's ears. So we'd really appreciate it. Also, like and subscribe and hit the bell. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I mean Liam. I'm Liam. I'm Anna. I'm Al. And may the Force be with you.